You're listening to The Jeff Caven Show, episode 157, Meet My Friend, Marcellino D'Ambrosio, The Jesus Study. Hey, I'm Jeff Cavins. How do you simplify your life? How do you study the Bible? All the way from motorcycle trips to raising kids, we're going to talk about the faith and life in general. It's The Jeff Caven Show. And welcome to the show once again this week, where we talk about issues relating to discipleship and evangelization and walking with the Lord. And do we have a show for you this week? We are going to be talking about walking with Jesus and at the same time introducing an amazing, and I mean truly, truly amazing new study called Jesus, The Way, The Truth, and The Life. And I have had the privilege of traveling with Dr. Marcellino D'Ambrosio to Israel last year. I remember that it was it was a great time. I also remember that it was very, very hot. And we are also joined by Dr. Edward Sree, who is a contributor to this, this study that is really like no other study uh, that I know of about Jesus. And I think that you're going to really enjoy it. It's the, the latest study from Ascension Press. And so it's a privilege for me to introduce to the show a longtime friend, uh, not just a friend, but a, but a brother and somebody that I trust, somebody I respect. And uh, he's been walking with Jesus for a long time. Dr. Marcellino D'Ambrosio, welcome. Jeff, it's a pleasure to be on the show with you. Well, it's good to see, it's, I would say it's good to see you again, but it's good to hear you again. Uh, we, along with your wife, and we had just an epic trip last year to the Holy Land, and, and we're going to talk about that study that is, is now out on Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. But how have you been doing? I have been doing great, and I'm traveling around the country now talking to people about Jesus during Lent, so that's awesome. That's got to be a busy time for you, you know, uh, going out around the country. And everybody wants to have a Lenten mission. Yeah. And, you know, it's you got to strike uh, while, while the iron's hot. And if a lot of Catholics during the year aren't doing a whole lot extra stuff to grow in their faith life. But all of us have this this idea that in Lent we really got to do something. So it's a great opportunity to take advantage of that conviction and uh, and help people to spring forward. I think that's part of what this season's about. It happens to be in spring, and, and that, that's uh, what we do with our clocks tells us what we need to do in our Christian life here. And um, I think actually the Jesus study is pretty important in context of Lent because lots of times in Lent we look at ourselves a little bit too much and really we need to look away from ourselves to him and dig deep, burrow deep into the mystery of who Jesus is. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, Lent is more uh, more about Jesus. It's really not about ashes particularly, although that points to something, but really Jesus is the reason for for the season. Did you uh, recover from the epic journey to the Holy Land that we had last year? That was an epic journey, and yes, I did recover. It was delightful, honestly, <laughs> and, and my wife thought it, it was even more delightful because while you and I were working, she got to pray. So she had like a retreat yes. <laughs> as we were filming, and uh, it was awesome. But it was a retreat for me too, um, honestly, because um, even though it was it was hard work and we were we had a great, uh, really intense schedule. I mean, we were all over the country. I think it was counted that we we filmed in about twenty six different locations. Actually, did right. talking 
film parts. And, and so, man, oh, man, we were all over the place, just like Jesus and the disciples, really, up and down the country. Right. And, and sometimes we got up. I mean, we were early filming at early 630 in the morning and going till late. And sometimes the temperature was hovering up there around 100 degrees and muggy around the Sea of Galilee. But it's done. It's good. It's life transforming. And I want to talk to you about it. Uh, you're really the architect of the study, and Dr. Edwards Sree and myself were able to contribute to the study, so it's, uh, it's all three of us. But I think this was really birthed in your heart and what you wanted to convey, you know, about Jesus and, uh, and what you wanted to happen in the life of the students who are going to be participating in the study. I love the title. Tell us a little bit about the title of the series. Well, a lot of times when people think Jesus, the way, the truth and the life, it sounds very, very abstract, but honestly, it's really, really concrete. It's really um, vivid. And we wanted to bring out the vivid side of the whole thing. Jesus as the way the early church was actually the, the disciples. The first name for the group of people who followed Jesus was the way. And he uh-huh. and part of what he was about was leading people on a way, uh, leading them into a new exploration a new adventure i love the series title of 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 your great bible study the great adventure because that's what discipleship really is and um so jesus as the way he leads us on the way he's the way to the father but it is a journey of excitement of exploration of adventure so we wanted to get that across in the series and jesus as the truth the the hebrew image of truth is a rock and that's concrete right. and it's something you can build your life on we wanted people to walk away from this study with insight that, that could change their lives and bring new stability um, new power um, mm-hmm. to their life be, because of, of what they learn and I want I want to get into in just a few minutes about how this is different than than uh, than other studies and if you study Jesus it's good it's all good it's but this is a little bit different but we're talking about in this study how many lessons we're talking about a book a workbook we're talking about a new timeline for those that are interested in the bible timeline we got a new timeline here for the life of Jesus but tell me about the physical aspects of this study then we're going to jump into really what this is about so we really wanted to give people an image of Jesus as the truth that would be a rock for them and lay a foundation for more growth, for for more development in their life, for real practical change in their life. So this study is not just a theoretical study or a historical study. It's a real practical study. And, and that's what I appreciate about it, you know, is that um, most of the people that study with you and study with me, they're certainly interested in, in theology and dogma and church history and so forth. And all of that is really, really good. But at the end of the day, most people are saying, well, what do I do? How does this how does this impact my life as a father, as a as a mother, as a brother, as a grandpa, grandma? Um, and, and I think that that's the beautiful sweet spot that you, that that you hit in this study. Before we get into some of the, the details of it, uh, talk to me a little bit about the structure of it, because we you're, there's several material parts to the study that are unique. Yeah, the, the first of all, for the, there have been some wonderful studies that you guys have done, you and Ted, already with Ascension. And uh, there's a certain format 
of, of groups. There are people out there that like to work together in groups, small groups, whether it be associated directly right in the parish or in a home or whatever. And part of that is uh, you got to dig into the scriptures during the week before you're going to meet together. So you really have something intelligent to share with each other. So the study guide, I think, is especially meaty. That study guide is magnificent. There's, uh, in, in terms of all the resources that are in there, there are things collected. First of all, every every week, there's some scriptures to read that we're going to be talking about in the video presentation that people will talk about in their small group. But there's ways to dig into a ask questions on how this applies to you, scripture passages to read. So there's some good things to happen individually that each person can do. Um, and then meeting together, there's some great study questions from this study guide. And in the back of the guide, there's all sorts of things that I've never seen honestly assembled anywhere before in the, in the Catholic Church, like, you know, a list of all of Jesus' miracles and what Gospels they're in. And, you know, it's like, I've never seen that. Um, a, a list of the parables, all the major parables of Jesus and what Gospels they're in. A list of all the titles in the New Testament for Jesus, which really enriches our prayer. We tend to use the same old little forms of prayer uh, or, or addresses to Jesus. Well, here's a way to start talking to him in the ways that all the gospel writers and all the uh, epistle writers talked about him and, and mentioned him. These beautiful titles to meditate on and enrich our prayer life. Um, and you know, you know the, what caught my attention, Marcelino, was you got, yeah. you got a timeline, and I'm very interested in timelines. You've always liked timelines, Jeff, and I have too. I'm a, I'm a history, church history professor, so I'm I'm always doing chronologies and timelines with my students as well. Uh, and and this timeline, I think we we can't necessarily tell blow by blow. You know, the which miracle occurred before which miracle. You know that that's really not with the gospel writer's intent. But we can really see a flow from the birth of Jesus and. And we can see very clearly who's emperor, who's the local ruler. And then we get into the ministry and there's phases of the ministry and they're different places. And a lot of times we're not really aware of um, where he was, what he was doing in, in, in the course of the public ministry. We kind of have, you know, Galilee, we have uh, Nazareth, then we have Jerusalem and it's kind of all mixed up. So this really helps, I think, give people a sense of the flow of, of the ministry, the major events um, in the public ministry of Jesus. It puts things together visually, I think, in a very, very helpful way. And how many lessons are we talking about in, in the study? We're talking about 10 because, 10, okay. you know, yeah, and even then it was hard. I don't know about you, but I felt like it was hard to get in and make selections <laughs> just to limit it to 10. Right. There's so much when it comes to the person of Jesus. Well, I would remind you that there was one person who said that if everything that he taught was put into books, the world would not contain those books. So you've done a masterful job of getting them into 10 into 10 chapters as much as as much as we can. You know, the when we talk about Jesus, um, in the role of Jesus uh, in the world, we're, we're not just talking about a topic, are we? We're just not talking about one figure who happened to have uh, changed the landscape of, of cities with churches around the country. Uh, all of history really centers around, around Jesus, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Even people who don't believe in him and who wish they could erase all trace of mention of him and of a Christian society in the Middle Ages and all, those people still tell time based on 
his birth. We, they, they don't want to call it A.D., mm-hmm. the year of the Lord anymore, so they call it the common era. But the year that we live in, it, the time the time is told based on the birth of Jesus, as well as all the time B.C. Now it's called B.C.E., before the common era. But even people trying to get Jesus' name out of things can't change the fact that we tell time, the whole world, based on his coming. Right. Well, you know, you, you and I, along with uh, uh, Edwards, Dr. Edwards III and others, one of the hardest things that, that we have to do is to share Christ with the world and to give people a, a very good description and, and also live the life of Jesus. But one of the hardest things to sell, quote unquote, sell to the world is that the greatest event in the history of the world happened 2000 years ago. And we're living in a world with social media and technology where people are changing and uh, day by day and can't even stay up with the changes today. And we're pointing back 2,000 years ago. How does Jesus in his work that we visited 2,000 years ago, how does that relate to people today who are caught up in social media and very busy lifestyles? Well, he is not only the way and the truth, he is the life and he brings people alive. And he didn't just do it when he was walking in the streets of Galilee and Jerusalem 2,000 years ago. He is still doing that now. And and that's one of the things that comes across in the study. We really wanted to bring it across, and I think the final product really does get it across, that he is impacting and transforming lives right now, including yours, Jeff, and mine. And we shared that in this story. We shared, as we're talking about the call of James and John and Peter and Andrew, we were sitting right there where they were called at the shore of Capernaum, where where they was became the home base of the ministry, we talked about our own call, yours, mine, and then we we, we brought in mm-hmm. other people on this study. Uh, a, a magnificent uh, testimony from Mary Wolf, uh, a woman, uh, American woman, now living in the Holy Land, because her life was totally transformed. My own wife, Susan, shared how Jesus turned her life around, impacted her life. We have a local Palestinian Catholic guide who, who shared that he was uh, he, he was turned around. He's a guide now because Jesus transformed his life and he wants to live for him now. So I think we want to get that across. Right. It's still happening, man. This call thing, this transformation thing, um, this is still happening. You know, one of the, one of the common questions I, I get from people is, uh, they'll say, well, I'm, th- I'm thinking of inviting my my Protestant friends to this study. Um, is this going to be okay, or is this going to make them uncomfortable? It is okay. It's more than okay. And I would say you can even invite people who are not Christian to this study, because that was our goal. We wanted to feed Catholics who want more, but we also wanted to share the figure of Jesus for everyone, for our Protestant brothers and sisters, as well as for the world who's curious about him and, and really doesn't know him. Um, we Does Catholic doctrine come through here? Yeah, because that's in the Gospels. We just, you know, as Catholics, we're not going to overlook some things that many people miss, which is the importance of Mary and Joseph, the importance of the Eucharist. That's integrated into the story because it is the story. It's the Gospel story. Uh, and Catholic means fullness. We just want to share the full truth about him, and that's what I think we, we attempted to do here. Uh, it's not exhaustive. No one can have the last word on Jesus because he's so much. That's why we have four Gospels. We needed four different inspired portraits from four different angles. So we try to do that here and and, um, and give a full picture for anyone, non-threatening right. or inviting. 
Right. My friends, we're, we're talking with Dr. Marcellino D'Ambrosio, and he, along with uh, Dr. Edward Sri and myself, have collaborated in putting together a new study from Ascension Press, Jesus, the Way, the Truth, and the Life. And not only is the content so personal, um, so life-transforming, uh, and I want to talk about this later, the, the, the videography in this new series is literally unparalleled. And I, I don't I don't make that up. I don't say that lightly. I've never seen videography like this. And, and it's right there in the Holy Land. And I know that some of you can't go to the Holy Land for various reasons. Uh, I go, Marcellino goes, uh, Dr. Edward Sri goes. We all regularly take pilgrims to the, to the Holy Land. But if you, for some reason, can never go to the Holy Land, you're going to go in this series. You're going to see the places in brilliant, brilliant cinematography. And uh, and I really do mean that. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to go deeper into this new study, Jesus, the Way, the Truth, and the Life, and take a look at one section of the study and, and get kind of a taste from uh, Dr. Mark Giolino D'Ambrosio and uh, give you uh, kind of a deeper look at what you can expect in the study. You're listening to The Jeff Cavan Show. 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ chose corrupt, broken, imperfect, sinful men to be the foundation of his church. And because these broken, imperfect men chose to remain in relationship with Jesus, they became saints. And they were used by Jesus to transform hearts and minds 2,000 years later. I invite you to check out my book, Broken and Blessed, where you'll find practical tools to overcome habitual sin, to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and to walk with an imperfect church toward a perfect God who is calling all of us to perfection over time. To order the paperback book or audiobook, Broken and Blessed, visit ascensionpress.com or Amazon. And welcome back. Welcome back. We're uh, doing something a little bit different this week. I'm interviewing my good friend, Marcellino D'Ambrosio, and he is uh, really the, the author of Jesus, The Way, The Truth, and The Life, a new video series put out by Ascension Press. And by the way, it's uh, it's available in the streaming version. And so many of our our, our friends now are studying the great adventure and a lot of our various studies, and they're doing it by streaming now. And that means that your parish isn't limited to one study on Tuesday night at seven o'clock in room 107. No, your church can have, your church can have 15, 20 studies going on at the same time. And uh, you can even have uh, multiple Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life studies going on at the same time as well. So we're talking with Marcellino D'Ambrosio. Marcellino, of the 10 chapters in this study, uh, is there one that kind of stands out in your thinking that you could bring us a little bit deeper into? <laughs> there are 10 that stand out in my thinking. But <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it. <laughs> you know what I want to do? I think we ought to talk about session four in Capernaum. Um, and, I've, okay. I, and the reason I want to talk about that is because we kind of reflect on what it means to be a disciple. 
And I, I think it's a key word right now. It's a word that's a buzzword in the Catholic world. You, you can you can hear people, a lot of churches revising their mission statements saying, you know, we're a band of missionary disciples and all that. But I think we need to talk about what discipleship means, uh, not just use the word and fling it around. And and I think we, we break that out there. We reflect on it together. And that's kind of what I think is awesome, is that we're reflecting on it together. Um, Jesus, first mm-hmm. of all, I'm going to just say this. He didn't call just individual disciples to meet with them on one-on-one tutorials. He he called guys to join a band of brothers. And actually, there were a band of sisters accompanying him as well. We find that out from Luke in chapter 8, the beginning, that actually Mary Magdalene and a few others traveled with the team and um, provided for the team out of their needs. So uh, I just want to say that, you know, we, we break out in session five in a beautiful way, I think, the way in which Jesus ennobled and elevated women. But let's just talk right now for a minute about the band of brothers, the band of disciples. Um, That's why I think the Holy Spirit led us to do this series as a study together. Three guys, Ted, Dr. Edward Street, to use his formal title, and you and me. We're three guys who are doing this together as brothers because Jesus called the disciples together, not only to be his disciples and be attached to him, but to love one another, to serve one another, to, to follow him together. So I think that's part of what is conveyed in this study, uh, the need of, of the, the disciples to be a community. But also, we, we, we really talk, and I, you do an amazing job on this, so I'd like you to reflect a little bit on this, Jeff, is that you cannot, a disciple doesn't mean just coming to room 107 at church once a week yeah, to be to, to do a study. And, and I think this study is awesome, and I encourage everyone to come to room 107 if you're going to have it in your church every week. Do that. But the point is, they lived with him. They lived with him. It was like, as Ted says, they went on a three-year camping trip with him. They were all up and down the country. They had to leave behind their pursuits and their involvements and everything. And even though not of all of us are called to just drop everything and, and quit our jobs, we are called to be immersed in him. So we try to break that out. Why don't you talk a little bit about that, Jeff, about the, you know, the fact? Yeah, well, you know, when we were in Capernaum and we were walking along the shores of the Sea of Galilee, you you, you literally cannot... You cannot lose sight of the fact that you're following somebody, that we don't have a personal relationship with theology. We have a personal relationship with a person. And bringing a place to the person uh, does something really special in your heart. And I think that's what the video is going going to convey to people uh, is this really took place at a real place. This is not, um, you know, some fairy tale or some made up story. This is this is history and in, in real places. And what do you think, what do you think that seeing the places in the video where Jesus taught contributes to the the study experience that's different perhaps than any other study? Well, one of the things that occurred to me is this is a real place where salvation happened. This is like ground zero of the history of salvation. But... uh, and going there made me realize he's in the real place I am right now. And this place he wants to transform. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this this thing is not a, a thing about ideas. It's about transforming people and the world. And, uh, you know, we were standing 
at ground zero of the public ministry. You know, Jerusalem's ground zero of, right. of salvation. Of, and the public ministry is actually, there's a place that was the center. And it was a town. And we were in that town looking at the ruins. And it was a house that was a center. It was the house where Simon's mother-in-law was healed. But that's because she was living with him and Andrew. It says elsewhere, this is Peter and Andrew's house. Well, that's strange for us, but it's a little compound and it's an extended family area. And we know exactly what it looks like because it's been excavated. We can actually find the first century doorposts and, and walls and stuff. And so it, you, can, you can see a reconstruction of that, of what that house looked like. The house, most probably where the roof was open and the paralytic was lowered down. And that house, from the, from the time of, just about the time Peter was martyred in Rome, that house became a shrine. We can tell that through archaeology. There's fishing hooks under the floor. It was the home of a fishing, fisherman, but it also was a prayer spot. There's graffiti on the walls that was that, on plaster that has been recovered and partially deciphered of people in all different languages coming there before Christianity was legal to honor the memory of Jesus being there and of Peter living there and you like to be there in that mm-hmm. spot and know that this is probably the first place of Christian prayer uh, that's an amazing experience honestly yeah we, and what people some people don't realize is that archaeology has never disproved the Bible archaeology always supports the narrative of Scripture both Old Testament and and new testament so it's a it's a discipline among academics that that uh, that also gives us a sense of certitude too but but it's a discipline among academics that that really adds a lot of color to the story for us it really does and it's in the background in our series here but i'll tell you i did a lot of archaeological study this year for this because you know it helps us understand the dynamics of life in capernaum and nazareth and your wife has been an archaeologist forever you know so there's this great richness and this solid basis of study and historical fact that kind of underlies some of the theology and the things that we're talking about here in this series let's turn for a few minutes to what is i think a standout no question, and that is the production value of this study. That, that, uh, and I would add that you and uh, myself and Dr. Edward Sri contribute to the content. Of course, we talk about and teach uh, about Jesus in the study. But there were some people behind the scenes on this study that you people don't normally know about that added something to the study that was kind of out of this world. Absolutely. You know, there, there's a production company that was hired to do this that has done a lot of big things like Olympics and you know, things like that. Super so, Bowl. They, yeah, they, they've done a lot of big stuff. So it was amazing when I arrived there and uh, I was I got there just a little bit before you did. And we had a production meeting and all these guys with this incredible gear came from the States. And then there's a Israeli team there. And, and uh, we met with them. So we had a, a, a ground team from Israel who were production experts. We had people with uh, just incredible gear, <laughs> unbelievable cameras with stabilizers on them and all sorts of things. And we're traipsing through the country with this team. And then later, we had another Israeli team that did specific drone shots uh, all over the country, which is a tricky thing because of the security. But those drone shots, uh, you know, I I put down my wish list of shots and (laughs) most of them made it into the final 
version here, and they really give you an idea that you can't even get from the ground only of of the splendor and the grandeur of Mount Tabor and Mount Carmel and the Valley of the Wind through which Jesus and the apostles walked. And you and I were walking in the Valley of the Wind, talking about them walking through this valley from Nazareth to Capernaum. And um, and you get this awesome shot, shots of of the valley, uh, both two sides, mountains with with this uh, uh, stream running through the bottom and 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 Mount Arbel towering over it. Um, And we we use Mount Arbel, I I think, uh, I think we use it really well. It's, It's just a great place to imagine the final commission in Matthew's gospel, the Great Commission. And that's kind of the way we end this series with a spectacular view of the Sea of Galilee from the heights of Mount Arbol, shot by a drone and shot by us, you know, talking up there about the the call to bring the gospel to the whole world. Right. Yeah, it's it's gonna speak for itself. I think we're gonna get a lot of feedback on the production quality of this new study. If you just joined me uh, kind of listening in the car and you think, what was the name of that guy again? It's Dr. Marcellino D'Ambrosio. Many of you are familiar with him and his Lenten missions, missions around the country, public speaker, writer. And uh, the new study is Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. And Marcellino, you were were mentioning earlier about uh, discipleship is uh, kind of a buzzword now. I mean, I've even, I wrote a book, my latest book is The Activated Disciple, trying to bring a little bit more to that. Uh, when people prepare for a study like this and they think, well, should we do that Jesus study? Uh, do you have any advice for them in terms of experiencing a transformation and a change in their life? Because ultimately, they, they're really, they really are looking for the way, the truth, and the life. They're not looking for a way, a truth, and a you know a suggestion for a life. They're really looking for the. And, and how can people, how, how should people go into this study? Because I think it's different than most studies. I think one of the key ideas of discipleship, one of the ways that it makes sense to me, it was presented to me this way at the time of my conversion. There, all of us who are thinking about doing this study have made Jesus a part of our life, Um, In this study, I think we need to all admit that sometimes he's not the center and sometimes other things become the center of our life and he's just a part on the on the periphery or, you know, somewhere. And, And part of discipleship really is making that decision to ask Jesus to really be the center of your life, to be, as many of our evangelical brethren say, the Lord of your life. He calls the mm-hmm. shots. He does. You don't ask him, you know, once in a while for a rubber stamp on your decisions. No, you make, you make him the boss, but also you make him the center, which part of discipleship is you come under his discipline. That's Discipleship has to do with discipline. You ask him to form you, and, and you have to spend massive amounts of time with you. This study is one way of really borrowing into him. But before you start the study, I would encourage you to have a little conversation with the Lord and just say, Lord, I want this experience of this study, not just to be another intellectual exercise where I learn some more facts to make me a smarter Catholic, but I really want you to be more the center of my life. I surrender completely. I know I've probably done that in the past, but I, I tend to take the reins back a lot. So Lord, 
you know, please come in and take over. And I want you to inspire the words of Scripture so I hear them in a new way as I go through the Scriptures associated with a study. I read the paperback book that we read along with the study. I go through the study guide. I watch the videos. I want your Holy Spirit to be lighting up things that you want me to do. You want mm-hmm. areas of, that you want me to change, insights that you want me to really incorporate into my mental landscape. Like, send your Spirit, Lord. Um, take over and, and make this alive. I want this to be really an experience of you speaking to me, not right, just right. Jeff and Marcellino and uh, Dr. Sri. I, I totally agree with you. You know, um, getting ready to kind of land this this plane in the show today, uh, there's, there's so many times where the good and faithful people, which we love and we're among them, uh, I hope, is they, they go to a study at their church and you can get into a rut of just going by yourself to study after study. And it's good. Don't get me wrong. Yay. You know, it's really good to go to, to those studies. But this is a study that I would recommend not only you go for yourself and experience transformation of Jesus and see where he walked and, and place yourself there, which is, by the way, this is a great tool for Lexio Divina. You know, this is wonderful where you in Lexio Divina, you you read the scriptures and then you meditate, meditatio. And that meditation process is largely made up of your imagination, which is is, is fine for, for people, you know, who haven't been there. But this is going to add something to your meditation. Trust me, it's going to add something to your meditation. Then you get into oratio prayer and then and then contemplatio. So the, the Lexio Divina is going to take on a new life for you after seeing this series. And Pope Benedict said that that Lexio Divina was the key to the new springtime. And so I, I think this is going to play a part in that for many of you. But the, the rut that I was talking about is that we go to a study for sometimes two, three, four, five, maybe even a decade, years, uh, all by ourselves. Why not invite somebody? Why not pick two or three people? Pray about it. Ask the Lord, you know, who, who else needs to go with me on this? And maybe there's some people that that uh, they don't even have the means to to be a part of a study. That's okay. You can take care of that. You can you can be a an activated disciple, a missionary disciple of the Lord by bringing people to Him. As Andrew brought Peter, you can bring your friends to to uh, the the study. And any any tips, uh, Marcellino, if somebody's going to bring two or three friends and they're not really that initiated into the truths of the church and uh, know that much about Jesus, any any tips for them? Yeah, I, I would just say be excited and sample a little bit yourself so that you can really speak with authority. And I, I would say, you know, I love the fact that anybody can preview session two, the, the one that we shot in Nazareth and Bethlehem. Anybody can mm-hmm. share that uh, with another for free and, and re- look at it for free. Um, so I encourage people to, to use that. The streaming of the whole series is really inexpensive, and you can purchase that so that you can share it even before the study starts. You can get a sneak preview. You can share right. it with other people. And then I, I would just say, and that's another way to evangelize. You can, you know, like watch with somebody, even outside of the study group, you can show somebody a session um, mm-hmm. just in your living room or, you know, sitting in front of your computer. And the, pay, the book, Jesus, the Way, the Truth, and the Life, as many of our studies do in Ascension, it has a book that goes along with it, which I wrote. And that book was designed to really feed people who are taking the study, but also to be a giveaway to evangelize, to share the good news. And I'm just going to say that is something we talk about in the study itself. We give tips 
on sharing your testimony in evangelizing and bringing people to Jesus. So uh, one of them we want to do one thing we want to do is through this streaming, this new streaming option, uh, and through the the payback book, we want to make it. Ex- we want to be able everybody to throw seed out there, <laughs> you know, to relatives, to friends, <laughs> to coworkers. Just spread uh, part of the sowing the seed uh, uh, parable is about evangelization. It's about throwing the seed wide, knowing that it's not all going to sprout. But if you don't throw it really wide, nothing will sprout. So you just got to get out there and keep sowing. Um, right. So I hope that this we, these tools really help people to do that. Well, it's going to be life transforming. I, I really believe it. Okay, my friend, uh, you know I love you. You know I'm praying for you, and you're praying for me. This is a game changer. This is the crossroads for for perhaps you, your your family, your your kids, your friends, and we're going to face Jesus Christ in His setting and make some decisions that will uh, not just enhance your life, but transform your life and the life of others. And if you, by the way, don't get the show notes, I know I know you're driving so often. If you don't get the show notes, you can get all the show notes going forward. And all you got to do is text my name, one full string, Jeff Cabins, text the number 33777. That's 33777. We'll put you on the list then. You'll get all the show notes for the uh, for the shows. Okay, so you're probably wondering, how do I get the study? Well, I know that uh, a lot of you are uh, driving in the car, and I don't want you writing this down. I don't want to be responsible for an accident. You know, you're in the emergency room. How'd you get here? Well, I was so infatuated with Jesus, you know, that I wanted to go to a study. And No, I'll send you those. I'll send you those connections and the URLs. We'll get that to you. If you are not getting the show notes for the show, all you've got to do is is put in the subject line, Jeff Cavins, one string, J-E-F-F-C-A-V-I-N-S. And you can text that to 33777. Talk about a biblical number, huh? 33777. You'll be on the list after that. We'll get you all the show notes for all the upcoming shows. And in today's show notes, I'm going to give you uh, the Ascension Press URL where you can sign up for the study. You can get it. I'll show you how to get the sample of uh, chapter two, which Marcelino was talking about, and that will be really, really helpful. So I encourage you, my friend, to really, really, really think about putting this on at your church, your small group, maybe even your nursing home. If you're listening from a nursing home, uh, you can do it, and you can certainly do it individually. Marcelino, we're going to sign off. Anything else you want to share with with my good friends who I love uh, about this, this amazing study, Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life? I would just say, prepare for the fact that you're going to want to, after you see it once, you're going to want to see it a second and a third time. So I I just Mm -hmm. think that it's uh, the videos themselves are that rich. Um, It'll actually feed you for a long time to come. Uh, That's um, uh, something that I think you can take to the bank. Yes. Well, thanks for joining me. And it's it's always good to talk to you, but it's a a lot of fun to talk about uh, something that we've worked on and spent so much time on, you know, over in the Holy Land. So I I appreciate that. And say hi to your lovely wife. I sure will. And Thank say you. hi to Emily for me, please. I will. I will. My friend, will you join me in prayer right now? We always close in prayer and uh, know that that I'm lifting up, uh, you know, the, the needs in your life and lifting you up as a brother, disciple, sister in the Lord. And and I know that, that life has its challenges. I know that. And, uh, and I want you to know I love you and I care. 
And so let's pray, shall we? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Lord, I thank you so much for Marcellino and Edward Sree and, and the team that we were able to work with in putting together this, this study of you. Lord, I pray that for all my, my friends, that they would uh, not only enter the study, but that, that, that the study would transform their life and, and give them new direction and give them a, a new outlook on living. It's an amazing thing to follow you, Lord. I thank you for calling us into your family, adopting us as sons and daughters, and sharing your blessed life with us. May we become more like you as a result of this study. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, I love you, and I'll pray for you this week. You keep praying for me. 